Please pray with me. Dear Father in heaven, we ask you to join us here this morning and we trust that you have kept your promise and are here in our midst. May my words be your words and all of our thoughts your thoughts. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please sit. When I walked into the room, the man was sitting up in the bed, looking for all the world like he was getting ready to go home that same afternoon. How are you feeling? I said, with a bright smile on my face. Not very well, son, the man said to me. I'm dying. (laughs) I was shattered. I was still a seminary student. I was doing a summer internship at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, being trained in pastoral care. And this training involved walking into hospital rooms unannounced, not knowing what was on the other side of the door, wearing a collar that I had not yet earned, and talking to people. It was always hard, but this was new. This was a gut punch. I'd never had anybody say anything like this to me before. Not very well, son. I'm dying. And there I was, wearing this collar that was all of a sudden feeling tighter and tighter around my neck. Something was expected of me. I was supposed to have an answer. And probably because I was wearing the collar, the man went on. He said, I think I've lived a pretty good life. I'm just not sure it was good enough. I think I've lived a pretty good life. I'm just not sure it was good enough. This is the world's lament, the world's worry. It is common to every single one of us. Have we been good enough? We might as well live with this tattooed across our chests. And if this is the world's common worry, the world provides a common answer. No, you haven't been good enough. A father can always be a little more caring to his children and a little more supportive of his wife. Good man remains always just out of reach. A celebrity could always be a little more famous. Success remains just out of reach. A dieter can always be thinner. Beautiful always remains just out of reach. Uh, John D. Rockefeller, when he was the richest man in the world, was asked, how much money is enough? And he is said to have answered, just a little bit more. Enough always remains just out of reach. Our struggle to be good enough is a never-ending one. We could all say what that man said to me that afternoon in the hospital. I think I've lived a pretty good life. I'm just not sure it was good enough. And to this fear, the world shrugs and says, do better. Try harder. In this world, The work is never done. There's always just a little bit more to do. And it is into this never-ending struggle that Jesus comes with what sounds like an incredible offer. Come to me, he says. All you 
that are weary and carrying heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. (sighs) But listen, even as I read that, I could almost hear the gears turning in your heads. It's not that easy, you're thinking. And I hear you. The first time I heard these words of Jesus's, I almost laughed out loud. An easy yoke? A light burden? That's not the way I understood it. To me, Christianity was anything other than it was a set of behaviors that I had to adopt. A way of being good that I had to accept. A standard of holiness that I had to try to live up to. Christianity was anything but easy. It was a burden that was anything but light. I mean, Jesus asks us to love. Love God, sure, I can do that. Love your neighbor, okay, depending. But Jesus asks us to love our enemies, those who persecute us. Jesus asks us, as he goes on, to be so sexually pure that not only do we have to be chaste with our bodies, but we have to be completely wholesome in our minds. He has the audacity to claim that to him, lust and adultery are the same thing. And it goes for anger and murder to the same. So surely Jesus must be joking when he says that the tired and burdened should come to him. All he seems to have for us is more burdens to bear. Don't just be the good that you're trying to be. Be the perfect that Jesus is asking you to be. Matthew 5.48, Jesus says, Therefore you must be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Christianity just seems like the sanctified version of what the world has to offer. Do better. Try harder. In the classic Steven Spielberg film, Saving Private Ryan, a squad of eight men is sent on a dangerous mission behind German lines to rescue Matt Damon, whose three brothers have all been killed in combat. And Tom Hanks, who plays the captain of the squad, and almost every other man in it, sacrifices his life to save this one soldier. And in the penultimate scene, the scene just before the end of the movie, Tom Hanks takes Matt Damon's hand in his and with his last breath tells him to earn this. Earn the sacrifice that these eight men have made for you. And then we flash forward at the very end of the movie and Matt Damon is an old man now and he's standing in front of Tom Hanks' grave and he's crying. And he begs his wife to tell him that he's been a good man. Do you see it? Tom Hanks' words have tortured him for his whole life. Earn this was too hard a yoke for him to bear. It was too heavy a burden for him to shoulder. He might echo the words of that dying man in the VA hospital. I think I've lived a good life. 
I'm just not sure it was good enough. Tell me I've been a good man. But to say you're just not sure it's been good enough isn't really the truth, is it? The truth is he was pretty darn sure he hadn't been good enough. That's why he's talking to me about it. The truth is that he's terrified. And that's true of us too. Down deep, under everything else, I'd wager that just about everybody in this room today is terrified that their lives haven't lived up to the burdens they've been asked to bear. Good father, good wife, success, beauty, follower of Jesus, holy. We haven't lived up to the burdens we've been asked to bear. But listen to me carefully now. I'm about to tell you the good news about Jesus. This fear, this terror that we have not lived up to the burdens we've been asked to bear is the fear into which Jesus comes. It is to us terrified sinners that Jesus offers his yoke and his burden. But there's good news. And here it is. His yoke is not a burden for you to bear. Jesus' yoke seems hard. Lust and anger and murder. But it only seems hard because we insist on shouldering it ourselves. And there is bad news, of course. The bad news always precedes the good. Your fears are well-founded. You cannot bear the burden. Good enough will always remain just out of your reach. It will frustrate you. It will anger you. It will exhaust you. And if you sanctify that urge and try to be good enough for God, it will challenge your faith and ultimately crush it. In this world, the work is never done. There is no father good enough, no model beautiful enough, no CEO rich enough, no celebrity famous enough. There is no future you that will satisfy. Good enough will always remain just out of your reach. That's the bad news. You will never be good enough. And Jesus' ultimate commandment that you should be perfect as God in heaven is perfect will always speak a profound word of judgment into your life. It will always be that voice that whispers to the darkest part of you, you're not good enough. But the good news about Jesus Christ is that he was good enough for you. Christianity does add a huge burden, but it is not yours to bear. Remember, please, don't ever forget it. That after living the perfect life that you and I could never live, he died a criminal's death hanging on a cross outside the city walls. Remember, please, don't ever forget it, that as he breathed his last, as Jesus Christ drew his final breaths, he did not whisper, earn this. He issued a triumphant shout, it is finished. 
And it was. In that moment, the yoke of the good enough that you'll never be was laid on his capable shoulders. And his yoke of perfect righteousness, perfect goodness, and perfect holiness was given gently to you. And his yoke is easy. But not for any reason other than Jesus' triumphant shout on that Friday afternoon all those years ago. Jesus' yoke is easy because it is emblazoned with the words, it is finished. The words are burned into the wood of Jesus' yoke and they can never be rubbed off. It is finished for you, for me, for every sinner who calls upon his name. In this world, the work is never done. We are worn out. We are Isaiah's bruised reeds and dimly burning wicks. But it is for us, the worn out, the bruised, the dimly burning, that Christ has finished his work. That's what the church announces week by week, that Christ's work for you is finished. You no longer have a heavy yoke to bear. Or a weighty burden to shoulder. He has said to you that it is finished. And that's what we celebrate every single week. We do it every single week because we forget it every single week. The entire world is whispering to us every day, every hour, every moment. Whispering, earn this. And you're not good enough. And it's whispering it to us so often that it's incredibly hard not to hear those words in Jesus' mouth too. But I assure you, they are not there. So when the world says, earn this, and when your tortured conscience whispers, you're not good enough, you can actually agree. I'm not good enough. You can gleefully exclaim, but I know Jesus Christ, my Savior, and he was good enough for me. Now, as I finish up this morning, I'm reminded of an interview that the writer and director Kenneth Lonergan did a few years ago on NPR about his award-winning film, Manchester by the Sea. And if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but it's heavy. It's about real life and its struggles and burdens. And to be honest, it doesn't offer a lot of hope. But in this interview, the host was asking Lonergan about his use of Handel's Messiah in the movie. Now, Lonergan is an atheist, but has loved this piece of music, the Messiah, for his whole life. He, he talks in the interview about seeing it every single year and how just hearing the music of it immediately calms him. And when he was asked about including a section of it in this very heavy and burdensome and ultimately hopeless story, he said this. This is his quote. He says, the text for that piece, and he's referring to Handel's Messiah. If only you could believe in that. Remember, he's an atheist. 
If only you could believe in that, he says. It's all about he shall feed his flock. And then the next one is come unto him, all ye that are heavy laden, and he shall give you rest. And this idea that God is going to take care of you and comfort you and relieve you of your burdens and relieve you of your sorrow is a wonderful, if imaginary, idea. This is a film, he says, about someone who is unable to feel comforted by anything because he's so heavy laden. So in a way, the peace, the Messiah, is in contrast to the main character's experience. In other words, this is a movie about me. This is a movie about you. We are those who are so heavy laden. We are bruised reeds. We are dimly burning wicks. We come to places like this, an elementary school gym, because we'd go anywhere hoping against hope that we might hear something that would ease our burden. And all Kenneth Lonergan, a wonderfully talented artist, can offer us is, quote, a wonderful, if imaginary, idea. Lonergan has no good news to offer because outside of Christ, there is no good news. Outside of Christ, there is only a heavy yoke. There is only a heavy burden. Outside of Christ, there is no hope. But listen, I'm not talking to you this morning about a wonderful, if imaginary, idea. Because this is not imaginary. What's not imaginary is an actual man on an actual cross actually saying it is finished and then actually rising from the dead to prove that it is all actually true. And it actually is. It's true. Today. For you. So, how are you feeling? I know. You're not sure if your life has been good enough. Well, I've got bad news, but I suspect it's news that you already know. You haven't lived a pretty good life, and it darn sure isn't good enough, and you're worn out from trying. But I have good news, too. Jesus' work for you is finished. He announced it to the world and to the heavens. He was good enough, And he gave his own goodness to you. So come, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, he will give you rest. Take his yoke upon you and learn from him. For he is gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls. For his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. Amen.